You are listening to the Power and Pros podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. What's good, y'all? How are you feeling? We have made it to the end of January. Can you believe? <laughs> like, we're at the end of this year already. And I personally have been having to juggle a lot and prioritize differently over the last week. Okay, there have been so many things going on. And I just wanted to remind us before we hop in that you got this. Like, you got this. It took some of us a while to settle into the fact that we're in the year of 2022 right now, that other people, maybe we day one was ready. Other people took them a minute to get on board that we're in a new year. And now that we're starting to understand that we're here, we're feeling the tension of what we've been called to do in the everyday. I'm, I, this past week, I got boggled down so much with the everyday, like literally making sure I eat and things like that, my sleep schedule. And so you can have this vision, your vision board, your goals, your quarterly goals, like I do have everything like broken out. And then there are still the everyday things that you have to do that you aren't thinking about when you're doing your vision board. I wasn't thinking about laundry when I was writing out my goals for the year, but laundry is now on my everyday list, like I need to do laundry this week. <laughs> so I just wanted to remind you guys that you got this. Keep going, make shifts as you need to, adjust as you need to, and just choose one thing every day that you are going to focus on for your goals. And then, yeah, you make sure you eat, make sure that you're adequately sleeping, make sure that you have your time and your work, but it's all going to get done. Take it one day at a time. You got this. And I really wanted to use this episode to talk about how we can make sure that we are walking in alignment with the call, right? Each of us has a different call on our lives and different things that we are trying to set out to accomplish by the time that this year is over. And there's one specific thing that we have to do that will make sure that we are doing what we were called to do. And so I want to make sure that I lay that before us, that we keep it in mind, and then we'll be walking as we need to throughout the rest of the year. So as always, we're going to get into the pros prompt of the week, and then we'll get into it. Last week, we spoke about Elijah and him being in a cave because things were getting a little bit shaky. And one question that God asked him was, what are you doing here? Write down what you're doing here today. What's taking up your time? How are you spending your money? Do an audit. And I was thinking yesterday about what I've been doing. And when I stayed in my head about it, I really started to kind of talk myself into the fact that I'm not doing things yet. I haven't started yet. And one thing I was thinking about power and pros, of course, but then I also was thinking about working out. I have not really started like a a super rigorous workout schedule yet. And that's something that I have to remember low key is not a priority right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So everything that's a priority, once I was able to do a true audit of what I have going on, I have made monumental already 
at the top of the year, monumental steps for all of the true priorities and goals that I have. And I've done a couple of yoga sessions at the same time. So it's like for things that are priorities, I've prioritized. And then something that's really on the back burner, I've still managed to pull up to the front and hit on a little bit. And that's something that we don't realize a lot of times when we stay in our head about things. It you it's so easy to invoke negative self-talk. You don't remember your days as clearly, right? You don't remember every single thing that you've done. And so because of that, you can't give yourself the adequate amount of credit or you can't really see the adequate adjustments that you need to make if you are off balance a little bit because you're not staring at an accurate picture of what's going on. So I almost convinced myself that I wasn't doing enough and what is enough? That's subjective even right and so when you write things out your vision gets clear and you can see where you are in as it relates to your path what you're supposed to be doing what you're called to do and so write down that question the same question Elijah was in a cave and he was in that place right he literally asked to die like what is going on I don't like this (laughs) and I, I can't even see what I need to readjust. And that's because he didn't do an audit. And God helps him with that simply by asking a question, what are you doing here? And what Elijah had to do was respond. And so that's what I'm asking us to do. Ask that question, sit down, have some dedicated time, and then respond. When you actually respond to the question, what are you doing? You'll be able to see what you're doing. And when you see it, that gives you the courage, the confidence, and the knowledge to be able to continue to press forward towards the mark. All right, listen, you know what type of people scare me? People who wake up every day just hoping for the best. Like no plan, no vision, no goal, no intended outcome. Those people make me nervous and you can feel it in how they respond to life how they do things they move some things and they may move you I've had people move me because they're funny or I can always count on them to answer the phone when I call them when I'm in a jam if I have anxiety something stressing me out but for real they make me nervous because they're ultimately not going anywhere in particular like they're around you know what I'm saying they're a good time but they're not going anywhere They aren't saying anything in particular. They're just kind of here. And I've had people that I like heavily kicked it with that fall into this category. And what happens to me as a result of being around these type of people is I start to mirror their actions. My vision begins to get blurry. I am just waking up. It's like, you know what? I just need to get to the weekend. Then I get to the weekend. It's like, I just want to chill this weekend. Or I just want to be out this weekend because the week was stressful. And then Monday comes and now I just want to get through the week again. I just want to get to Friday again. And you're not really moving with anything particular in mind. You're moving something, but you're not moving anything. And based on how I'm trying to live, me and those people don't mesh. We can't mesh. We used to mesh before. Like I said, I've had some people that were my dogs. Like I talk to them each and every day that literally fall in this category. And I'm sure that in certain seasons of my life, I've been at for people where it's like, I'm the funny friend. Okay. I'm the girl who's loud at brunch. And when a waitress asks if you want some more mimosas, I'm going to say, yes, ma'am, period. Like I'll be the person where, yeah, you can call me. I'm going to answer the phone. If you want to kick it, I can go kick it. Um, I've been that for people, right? 
But for people that want to be more than a sometimes mover, a halfway shaker, I won't be able to sustain in their life and for them to reach that ultimate thing that they want to do. They, they just can't coexist together in a healthy manner. And in reading James one twenty two, it instructs us to prove yourselves doers of the word. I'm reading the Amplified Version. Actively and continually obeying God's precepts and not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. And y'all know we've been talking about anchoring ourselves in the truth. There are facts. The fact is sometimes I am going to need a break. There are facts when sometimes I do need to call somebody and laugh, child, like period. Make me laugh so I can like have joy in my spirit for a second because today was hard. Those are facts, right? That we need those things. But the truth is that we are called to higher. We're called to go deeper. We're called to be able to endure certain things in certain seasons. And you prove yourself being a doer of the word. Movers and shakers take things by chance. They wake up. And they're hoping for the best. They wake up, they see what life throws at them, and then they maybe decide to throw something back. Doers move with purpose because they are anchored to a word. When you are anchored to something, it guides you. It guides you. You literally wake up each and every day deciding that you're going to do certain things because of the word that you have. That's why I have a word of the year. It provides the foundation for what I will do. I haven't done it all yet. Like literally it's the beginning of the year. I haven't done so much stuff, bro. Like it's crazy, right? But each day that I wake up and I decide to do something, I mean, from even if I'm going to take my shower now or later, if I'm going to eat now or later, if I'm going to check my phone now or later, is it going to stay on do not disturb another another hour or another two hours? Do I need to call somebody? Because again, that's what my spirit needs right now. All of that is based on the ultimate goal, my word that I have. And that is literally guiding me through everything that I do. Now, the key is to be a doer of the word you received. So my word ain't your word and somebody else's word ain't the word for you, right? Each of us has a thing. Your word for you ain't the word for me. And so you have to ask yourself, what word have you received? For me, it's my word of the year, which is confidence. So it's me needing to renew my mind daily. So I have to read my word daily. That's something that I'm finding that I need, especially as I said, that every day is starting to creep into what I do. And so for me to dust off Tuesday to walk into Wednesday, I have to renew my mind the top of the morning. So that way Wednesday can be the best Wednesday it can be because I'm not tripping off of what happened on Tuesday. And I did a really good job of this last week, actually, like each and every morning waking up, Six o'clock, having some time. There's this church I watch. They were having prayer calls every morning, so I was joining that. Some days I was up and I was alert. My Bible was open. Other days, I'm be real with y'all. The cover was over my head. I had the Zoom open, but my eyes were closed. However, it provided a space. It was a, a continual practice that I did, where each and every morning I am deciding I'm going to renew my mind. So if I'm listening to the whole hour Zoom and I'm retaining every piece of information or it's that one sentence in the whole hour that I hear, it sticks with me throughout the day. 
and I have renewed my mind from the day before. So that was really dope. Um, and I was so, so thankful to that community for being able to plug into that. It's been doing things like sharing things with people later. So I build up the confidence in the decisions that I make. Again, that's my word of the year, confidence. And so I'm having to change how I even share with my community right now for me to build up to the ultimate goal. And for you, this can take shape in so many different ways. So a practical example, I'm building out my apartment still. Um, If you listen to the top of, uh, it was like a couple episodes ago, actually, but I talked about how I was blessed with a new apartment about six months ago. And so, 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 so thankful. Um, If you know anything about New York, you know, everybody has a roommate until you don't. And I'm finally one of the people that don't. So period. And I'm feeling really good about it. And I'm still building out my space. Um, I had to split up some things with my previous roommate. And so I didn't even have everything that I had before. I had to get some new stuff. There was just some things I wanted in general, right? So I had a bed frame, but I bought a new bed frame, just different things. And so I'm still building up my space to solidify it truly as my space and to make me feel good. And I have some ideas for my bedroom. Um, I've been getting my living rooms together and it's in a really good space. And so I want to devote more time into my bedroom. And I've been getting inspo from, oh my God, I've been getting so many interior design pages on Instagram that I don't even follow. Like, you know how Instagram will show you stuff that people you don't even follow. Low key, the interior design pages that I don't follow, they do be coming with the heat. Like I do like what they be showing me. And... I started to browse online for different things that I actually want to buy. So taking it from ideation or inspo to actual items with dollar amounts is not just the Instagram post. So I'm like, okay, I can go here and buy this and it'll look like this in my space. And I have a pretty good idea of what I want to do. I actually started to get really excited about it. And do y'all know that literally, literally this morning, with all of that said and done, all of that, I've mapped it out. I've saved stuff. I'm looking at, I have a Pinterest board that says welcome home. And I like have an idea of what I want to do. With all of that, I still recorded a video of my room and was walking through my vision. Like I'm pointing into different, different corners of my bedroom and everything. I'm explaining my vision and I was going to share it with a friend to get her opinion. I heard a word not to share it and I obeyed. Super simple. Like, do you need to share this? Do you need to share this? What are you doing here? That was the question. The same question that God asked Elijah in the cave. What are you doing here? And I had to answer it. What I would have been doing is trying to look for affirmation or confirmation on the vision that I had before I went out and did it. That don't work. That's not the mark of a doer. I still haven't executed the vision yet. I haven't bought a thing off the things that I want to do. But in that moment, when I decided to keep the video in my phone for me and not share it with anybody, I got a surge of confidence, a surge of confidence. And I wasn't even necessarily looking for confidence. I felt pretty cool this morning, actually. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? But I got a surge of the very thing That's my anchor for the entire year because I heard a word and I obeyed the word. I heard a word and I obeyed the word, which is the very thing that we're called to do. Hear the word, do the word. That's the mark of a doer being anchored to a word before they move. So because I know what I'm anchored to, right? 
when I hear something, I can decipher, yeah, that, that's on track with what I'm trying to do. And that helps me to not do it. So I didn't send that video and it would have been fine. It ain't no sin. Like it ain't nothing crazy. Right. But I ended up getting a feeling that has carried with me throughout the whole day because I heard a word and I did it. And the anchor doesn't guarantee that you won't endure challenges along the way, but understanding the word and submitting to the one who gave it to you provides a roadmap for the moments that you fall. So think about Peter, right? Do heard a word come when he was on a boat and he did the word. He began to walk on water towards Jesus. And in this space of obedience, he slipped. He had to call for help. He was scared, he was alone, and he was doing something that had never been done and his crew was not doing it with him. They were literally watching him. (laughs) Like, they heard the same word, but they were not doing it. They didn't carry it out. But in that moment, Peter solidified himself as a doer. He wasn't just kicking it with Jesus no more. He was a true disciple. And he did that by literally, James 1.22, it says, prove he proved it because of how he moved that shapes how we're impacted by his voice today is because he heard a word and then he did the word a message is a bunch of words that you say your voice comes alive in all that you do how you walk how you talk how you take people with you how you extend grace to people and you want to let your voice ring with the mark of being a doer being anchored by a word that causes you to act that's what we're looking for I feel like that is the great call for each of us we get really good Uh, I actually was talking to a friend about this on how she's been doing better at reading her word but she wants to amp up how she prays that's hearing the word, reading the word, but she wants to do it. We're called to pray unrelentlessly. And so she's spread that and she wants to act it out. She wants to do it. That is what we're called to do each and every day. So the power tool for this week is don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. James one twenty two says, if you are a hearer only, You deceive yourself. And I feel he says this because most times we equate proximity with likeness. Being close to God's word ain't being of God's word. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like proximity does not equal likeness. Being close to God's word ain't enough. You got to obey. And some days obeying will be easy. And we know that we've done some things and we're like, oh, that turned out good. Like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? And there are other days when it's going to take all that you have. You don't want to do it. Other people aren't affirming you. You've seen somebody do it before they failed. You've seen nobody do it before. So you are unclear how it's going to pan out. And it's going to take literally all the faith that you have to do it. Other times you have to cry out for help, just like Peter. But you prove yourself a doer by doing and that's all that the scripture says not by doing flawlessly not by doing and never experiencing fear not by doing and knowing exactly how it's going to pan out in the end God just requires us to do and from there we can depend on him to do the rest that's his portion but we can't see the rest if we don't do 
the first step. Like that's the very first thing. And for each situation, each season in our life, each area and sphere of influence, there might be a different thing that we have to do. And that's when we go back to what I was saying at the beginning of this episode is needing to prioritize. We can't do it all, all the time. It's impossible. We'll be setting ourselves up for failure, disappointment, discontentment. We'll be more susceptible to judging ourselves, judging other people, allowing other people to speak on us negatively and judge us because we haven't created the accurate space to carry out the thing that we've been called to do. So don't deceive yourself. You want to make sure that you are a doer. And as you do, you invite God to do even more. That's all I have for you this week, cool kids. Be sure that if you are loving the show, that you leave your girl a rate and a review. It helps the message get out to other peeps that can know what it means to be a doer and to walk with the power in their pros, which helps all of us be better people. You can also connect with me if you want to hear more, learn more, talk more on Instagram via at Power and Pros Podcast. I would love to chat with y'all. I love DMing with y'all, um, chatting in the comments and all that good stuff. So appreciate it. If you want to check in with me there, I would love to chat with you. Um, Remember to profess your power. There's power in pros and there's power in your pros each and every day, like every day for real, for real. So get out there, be a doer, and I'll chat with y'all next week. Bye.